10 Lessons Direct Mail Can Teach You About Online Marketing. In the spring of 2007, I was applying for jobs. I was about to graduate college, and I wanted to work in business, management, operations, marketing, sales, whatever. I just wanted to get my foot in the door somewhere and learn. I interviewed at a number of places, and one worked out, and I'm really glad that it did. When I went in for the interview, I had no idea what the position was or what the company did. It turned out that I would be a catalog manager for a footwear company. In that position, I would learn about the direct mail industry. They also had an e-commerce side, so I would learn things there too. And it really was a neat time to be at a company like that, because I could learn how each worked individually, but also how they worked together. Here are a few lessons I've learned from direct mail that taught me about online marketing. Number one is consistency. This company had been around for 100 plus years. It was really neat to be part of something like that. While the company had certainly changed over the years, they went from door-to-door sales to direct mail to e-commerce. They remained consistent with things. They never jumped from trend to trend. It was a long-term focus on change. They would slowly test into changes, and then if something showed promise, they would change and then change for the long term, and they'd be consistent about it. They wouldn't jump back and forth from idea to idea, slow and consistent. Even in the fast-paced online world, consistency is important. People don't like fast change. Think of every time Facebook has done a big design change. Number two is lifetime value. This was a big one. I never learned it in college, but it was one of the first things I learned at the direct mail company, and I'm really glad it was because I still learn, I still use it today. Company sold shoes. Say they sold a $100 shoe and made $35 profit. Logic would say that if you're spending less than $35 to acquire the customer, you're doing well. But this company taught me about lifetime value. Say that the average customer buys three times. That turns $35 profit into $105 profit. Now you can spend more to acquire customers. Number three is backtesting. Another big one that I don't really see in the online world as often as in the direct mail industry. We test a change to a catalog, say a new cover design. Say we send out 100,000 catalogs. We do 90,000 of the original design and 10,000 of the new design. We'd see what the results were. Say that the new design did better. Sometimes we'd do the same test one more time. Say the new design won again. Then we would usually roll out the new design, but we wouldn't roll out to all 100,000. We do 90,000 of the new design, but still do 10,000 of the old design, and we do that for a few more rotations. It's called back testing, just to make sure that the original original test and those after were accurate. Number four is long-term thinking. 2007 was not the best time to get a start in business. The first year was great, the biggest in the company's history. Then 2008 hit, and times got tough. Lots of businesses started making snap decisions just to survive to the next month. One of the big changes at the time was discounting. My boss at the time was pretty steady at the and let us all know that discounting can work in the short term, but it could train and attract customers that only expect and react to discounts in the future. It wasn't a change we wanted to make for all the brands in the company. Eventually, we weathered the storm, and I think it set things up for long-term success. Discounting can be very crazy in the online world. 
Just remember that you're attracting a certain type of customer, which is fine, but make sure that is your target customer for the long term. Number five, small change versus big change. We never really made big changes with design or merchandise or prices or anything like that during my time at the company. It gets back to consistency a little bit, but I think about this in the online world a lot. Google is a good example when it comes to design. They never seem to make large changes to their products, but if you compare a product, say Gmail, today versus five years ago, you'll notice quite a few changes, yet it never feels like a big change. It's subtle changes and little changes consistently over time. Never one big change and then nothing for a while. That's a good strategy. Number six, sticking to a budget. Every six months we did a budget. Every year was a big budget. We do the big budget and then at six months we'd revise for the last six months of the year. But the thing was that we always tried to stick as close to possible as to the budget as possible, especially with expenses. There is something to be said for adaptability, but I think the bigger flaw is not sticking to your plan. If you put all kinds of effort into a plan, why throw it all out the door when the first step doesn't work? It's even easier to fall into this trap in the online world. All year I'll take down notes of I on ideas I have for growing. Then in December I'll prioritize and plan on working on three to four the following year. And that's it. Any, no any new ideas that come across just goes onto the list for next year. Number seven is not chasing trends. For a company that's been around for 100 plus years, you can be sure they're not chasing trends. When they switched catalogs from door-to-door -door sales, they weren't the first. They waited until the method proved itself, and they tested it. They did the same with e-commerce. They certainly didn't wait around forever, but they didn't chase every trend. They might have tested most trends with a little money and seen what worked. They never really bet the farm on every on any single trend. Number eight, really knowing your customer. Every year we'd have pretty busy times. In footwear, it was the springtime. Our customers tended to be a bit more traditional, so we received a lot of calls in the call center. When things got really busy, the office employees would go down to take orders. That was a really good experience because we'd get to know the customers even more. For a direct marketer or online marketer, you're kind of distant from the customer a lot of the time, but when you're taking orders on the phone, you really get to know them. Number nine, versioning. When you get direct mail, usually you're getting a version of the piece. You're put into segments. The online world hasn't entirely adapted, although new technology is allowing for pretty nuanced personalization on some websites. Imagine going to Amazon in the future and getting a completely different website than everybody else. It'll take a lot of design work, but it will probably be the reality. Number 10 is unique selling proposition. The company had multiple brands. Each had a unique selling proposition. Some had wide and narrow widths, which isn't all that common in the footwear offerings. Made for a smaller niche, but also made for not a lot of competition. Valuable lesson for any business. Find the pockets of demand with little competition. Find a way to be incredibly efficient and others will struggle to ever compete with you. Conclusion. I learned so much at that first job. I was there five years and it seemed like I got a lifetime of knowledge. I still think back to lessons today when I'm working on ghost blog writers or even thinking about business in general. I think it gives me a little leg up to have a background in direct mail. It provides a little different perspective in the online world.